UFC 281, Petrosky versus Truman or Turman, whatever his name pronounced is. Pretty much this is this fight was a good fight. I mean, Petrosky, you know, versus wrestling. Petrosky's wrestling versus, you know, Turman's jiu-jitsu. Um, as I said before, you know, as I've said before, you know, there are black belts and then there's black belts, you know, just because a guy has a belt in jujitsu doesn't mean he's actually, doesn't mean he is the level that he's portraying. Um, and for Trotsky's wrestling, I mean, really shine through this fight and he showed that all around he was the better grappler. I th- I don't think, Tur- you know, Terman's grappling was, was not at the level to compete with Petrosky's. Regardless, I, yeah, I know he said he was a black belt from what I heard in the commentary, but as I said before, just because black belts get handed to MMA fighters like candy. So, you know, it was kind of no surprise, that, you know, that Petrosky was getting the better of it. But, yeah, it was a good fight, you know, just that wrestle, wrestle, wrestle. Aaron Blanch. Aaron Blanchfield versus Molly McCann. I mean, this is one of those fights where, honestly, it's 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 kind of like how I did. It's pretty much one of those fights where everybody was counting out the everyone was was just counting out the the opponent. They weren't. No one was giving everyone, but was was counting out the opponent that the fans weren't rooting for. I mean, it, it was just everyone was counting out Aaron Blanchfield while no one was expecting while everyone was cheering for Molly McCann I mean it was it's one of those fights where like no one gives the challenger a chance everyone's expecting the star to just run right through him you know it's one of those typical fights and Aaron Blanchfield pretty much put that to bed I mean she took the star out who was Molly McCann took her down to the ground pretty much just controlled her, got her in a crucifix, and then just got her, went for a double wrist lock, didn't get it, went back to the crucifix, and then got the, ended up getting the double wrist lock again, and, which was very smart, which goes to show you how good her grappling is, the fact that she switched from going from the crucifix to going for the submission back to the crucifix, that just goes to show you that she's, you know, how, that just goes to show you her level of grappling IQ, because most people, not a lot of people have that IQ. Usually they just keep they just keep going for the one thing and then blow their wad. I mean, but yeah, this is just that classic case of everybody rooting for the star, no one giving the challenger a shot, and Aaron Blanchfield put that to bed. I mean, yeah, I mean, Molly, can't, Molly McCann kept fighting. She kept moving. She kept, you know, she didn't stay in one place. She kept moving. She kept trying to fight and get out, but Aaron Blanchfield's grappling was too damn good. So, yeah, good fight. Brian Spann versus Brian Spann versus Dominic Reyes. I mean, yeah, this is just one of those fights. I mean, like I said, I mean Dominic Reyes, he hasn't been the same since the John Jones fight. I mean, just yeah, he he hasn't been the same since the John Jones fight. I mean, he reached that peak and he was never able to go beyond that. And it was like I said, and it's been evident throughout all of his fights after. Um, Brian Spann just. Ooh, nasty. Caught him with a nasty one-two. And, you know, and honestly, what was crazy, it was the jab that knocked him out. It was a well-timed jab just right on the button. The right missed pretty much just barely grazed him. But, yeah, it you know, barely grazed him. But even if the jab didn't knock him out, that right would have been the kill shot too. So, yeah, but damn, that guy's got power though. That's for sure. 
Brad Riddell versus Hanato Moicano. I mean, Hanato Moicano was on point. Nice jab, using his reach, controlling the range. Um, they clinched up, hit the ground. Hanato Moicano ended up taking his back. And Brad Riddell, for some reason, I mean, never once tried to fight the hands. I don't know what he was trying to do. I think he was just, from what it looked like, he was trying to tough through it. But you, you can't tough through a choke. You got to fight those hands, man. I mean, you, you have to fight the hands, which he just, I don't know, for some reason, he just never did. Um, it's a little weird. Puelas versus Hooker, man. Hooker did what I've said so many times. If he is technical and uses his reach, he is a nightmare. And that's what happened, man. He just picked he picked Puelas apart, kept hitting him with that front kick to the body, and Puelas had no answer. There was a moment in the first round where Puelas had him on the ground and was working the leg locks. But the problem was, the reason why he couldn't get it is he wasn't extending his hips. He just, he had no, he was not putting that pressure. He was just holding the leg and just relying on the, and the tightness. He was holding the leg and relying on the tightness to, he, how, how do I, actually not even that. He was holding the leg and was expecting Hooker to tap because he had the leg extended, but he wasn't putting pressure on it. And because he wasn't putting pressure, Hooker wasn't, you know, Hooker just sat there and just wrote it out because he wasn't putting any sort of pressure. He was just, he was just, he was holding the leg, expecting the tap. And that was, and that's a mistake that a lot of grapplers make is they'll get a submission, they'll get something and they'll hold it tight, but they won't put that extra pressure, but they won't put the, that extra pressure or they won't put any pressure at all because they're just expecting the opponent to tap, you know, and that's, that's, and that's a very bad habit that a lot of grapplers have. But man, Hooker was on point, man, kept throwing that front kick to the body. Puelas just kept dropping because he couldn't do anything on the feet and after one more front kick Puelas dropped that was it fights over Dan Hooker wins Frankie Edgar versus Gutierrez I mean this was Frankie Edgar's last fight I would have loved to see him win but damn I I mean all the wars the, the, you know, going down weight classes, you know, it made him very fragile, very chinny. And that's what I was worried about going into this fight. And it sucks, man, because Frankie Gagger was looking good. He was moving good. He was putting the pressure. But all it takes is that one shot. And that just, and that sealed the deal. I mean, congratulations, Frankie Yeager, for a hell of a career. I, I mean... Man, a long, long career. Um, I'll do a breakdown of his career and, and the fights that I hold dearest most, the fights that I think that really define him as one of the, the best to ever do it. Dustin Poirier versus Michael Chandler. God damn, what a rally. I mean, Dustin, you know, first round starts, Chandler hurts Poirier, then lasts, lasts like 30 seconds. Poirier hurts Chandler, and then Chandler takes over the entire second round, takes him down, has his back, hits him with ground and pound, and then at the last, and then just third round comes out, both fighters are tired, and Chandler goes for a takedown, and Dustin Poirier rallies, gets the reversal, hits him with ground and pound, takes the back, gets the choke, finishes the fight. What a rally from Dustin Poirier, man. That was a... 
beautiful rally. I mean, I mean, what a rally that was. I mean, because essentially he was losing the fight and to come back in that third round after being controlled for that entire second, you know, to just rally like that, especially with how tired he was. Damn, Poirier's a beast, man. Man, this fight lived up to the potential. Shout out to Poirier. Shout out to Chandler, man. That was incredible. Zhang Wei Li versus Carla Esparza. I mean, Carla was doing very well. And, you know, Carla, Carla was doing very well. And Zhang, of course, was she she was doing you know she was doing well herself you know but carla seemed to be getting the better of the wrestling exchanges and but for but and and after going for a takedown zhang wei li catches her in the crucifix pretty much you know catches her in the crucifix has one arm around her neck carla's protecting with the other arm and she's got the other arm tied up and then for some odd reason Carla just let go of the, that arm, you know? I don't know why she did that. She had Zhang in a stalling position, and if she just kind of, like, I don't know why she stopped. I don't know why she let go of that arm. I mean, she had, she all she had to do really was just keep control of that arm. That That's really all she had to do. All she had to do is keep control of that arm or start wiggling her right arm out because Zhang Wei Li was going for the choke. So all she really had to do was just shake her right arm out, which was tied up by the legs, and there it is. But for, but either way, I don't know why she let go of the hand. Zhang, Zhang only had one arm around the neck, and Carla could have easily just shook the other arm out or just kept control and kept Zhang stalled out. It was just, I don't know why she did that, but... I mean, Zhang Wei Li gets it done, gets it done early. I mean, yeah, which is which is good because, you know, you could start to see her, you know, which is good because if it got later, I don't think she would have won. But man, why did she die? Why did she let go of that hand? <laughs> Alex Provera versus Israeli Adesanya. I mean, just like Kamaru Usman versus Leon Edwards. I mean. Israeli Adesanya was on track to winning this fight, but man, Alex Pereira's power, man, it changes things, and that's all it took was one shot, and that's all he had to do was land that one shot, and when he landed that one shot, it was all over. He had, he had Izzy hurt, Izzy was wobbled, I mean, and just teed off on him, I mean... It, Yep, he was stung. Yep, just, oh, dude, looking at it. Yeah, he was hurt. He was hurt, man. God damn. So close. I mean, Izzy was so close to getting his revenge. But, man, I, but th that's all it takes is just that one shot. I mean, you could make the argument that it was a bad stoppage. I mean, you could make the argument that it was a bad stoppage because, you know, Adesanya was was slipping and rolling. He was trying to get out of the way of the punches. So, but when you look at the way Adesanya was hurt and leaning up against the fence, you could easily make the argument that it was a good stoppage. Either way, damn. Damn. So close. So freaking close.